Texas Where the beautiful blue bonnets grow Texas. You understand what I'm saying? Keep Austin wheel. Keep Austin wheel. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. I'm your host. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Mr. Marcus Hill. Austin City Limits. We are joined here today in the Student Union with Pastor Richard Mitwitty from University Lutheran Chapel in Austin, Texas. How are you doing today, Richard? Wonderful, Marcus. Thank you so much. Well, that is fantabulous, as I'm always want to say. Great to have you with us here. Um, so you're down in Austin, Texas. Uh, now, yes, sir. When people think of Austin, Texas, um, and I've been there a few times, they think. Uh, I don't know. Lots of people with pink hair. They think about maybe some protests. Of course, there was uh, back in the day. Uh, uh, there was a ter- one of the going way back uh, a shooting on campus. Uh, Austin mm-hmm. has long been a scene of a lot of kind of uh, kind of cross countercultural kind of protests. What's what's it like living in Austin, Texas? Um, well, in the summer, it's hot. Um, but the, but the barbecue makes up for it. So that's what I hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to come yeah. visit you in about three or four weeks. So maybe that's what we yeah. should do. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good enough excuse to have some. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Austin's always had that kind of hippie vibe to it. Sixties uh, and seventies and even into the eighties. It was a counterculture place, uh, Especially for music, a lot of a lot of uh, new music coming out of Austin, or Austin City Limits sure. music scene, and, and all this. So the, the self-proclaimed live music capital of the world, sort of thing. And, you know, and I saw uh, that in the airport once. They have guitars everywhere, and all this self-proclaimed yeah. live. So lots of live. You can never not find live music, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's, so it has its it has this music scene. It's kind of, for lack of better words, leading to the left. Kind of scene. In fact, it's the it's the only blue spot in a red state. Pretty much <laughs> is is Austin, which we, we lovingly sometimes call the People's Republic of Austin. There you go. But it's always had that kind of different vibe to it, and and they've capitalized on that, or somebody did anyway, with with, with a bumper sticker and T-shirt that says "Keep Austin Weird." Yeah. Uh, and let, what do they mean by keep, that? Let's keep that that weirdness. Let's keep that vibe. Let's not be you know, uh, like the rest of of, of, of of communities, let's be different. Let's let's keep ourselves in this kind of hodgepodge of a lot of different things, uh, diversity. So let's be that kind of a town. And it, 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 I love it because as you watch Austin develop, what used to be weird is now kind of, the norm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, you know, multicolored hair, lots of tattoos, the, 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 the hipster seat, you see all of that now is kind of, that's, that's, especially on campus. That's, that's, 
that's normal. Sure. What's becoming what's becoming weird is historic conservative Christianity. And I love it because because we stick out. Oh, absolutely. We we, we have an opportunity to, to to be different, to be weird, and, and people we stick out, and people might you know ask, well, you know, really, what do you Christians believe? Or, or really, you 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 believe that weird stuff in the Bible and all that? I said, yeah. And let me explain why. And then gospel doors are open, and, and you can talk about that. So yeah, the whole Austin you know, keep it weird thing. I, I love it because. I think the Christians are becoming the weird ones. And we're starting oh, yeah, to stick out. We almost out. need, uh, I shouldn't be thinking out loud here. I'm, I'm envisioning bumper stickers. Keep keep Lutheranism weird. Um, I might... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're right. It's, I could see that running yeah, yeah. by my boss in the office of National Mission. Boss, what do you think? Look at this bumper sticker. <laughs> how how awesome is this? Yeah, and, uh, yeah we're, not, we're not Catholic. We're not Protestant. We're weird. We're yes, Lutheran. We're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, now how... How uh, how long have you been in Austin, or in the I've area? Been in Austin, I've, I've been in the Austin area for uh, eight years now. Uh, six of those were as an associate pastor at, 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 a, at a suburban church in the Austin area. Okay, uh, and then I received a call to, uh, to to be in campus ministry uh, here in, in Austin, and so. Uh, eight years total, but uh, six of those years uh, in, in another capacity. Okay, and in uh, in a previous life. What kind of uh, now you uh, you served you were served in the the military service a little bit didn't you Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, sir. Yeah, right out of high school, I was in in the Marines for ten years, um, and then uh, after that, I uh, was uh, uh, in youth ministry. I was a, a lay minister from the uh, Mequon uh, program oh, years okay. back, and uh, I was in youth ministry for sixteen years, and uh, uh, decided to get a real job. Went to the seminary. No, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, that, that felt led to to, uh, to uh, be a pastor and I went to the seminary. So right now I'm a fourth career pastor. Uh, and mm. This didn't come along until later in life. That, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's how I got to where I am now. I guess. Well, first of all, uh, thank you for your service. And uh, I noticed that when I brought that up, you called me sir, which must have been a oh. little bit of a flashback. <laughs> Well, no, that's, well, Nobody that's, ever so, calls me sir, but maybe that's that kind of a uh, southern hospitality that you got going on a little yeah, bit it, in Texas. Yeah, it's a, it's a marine thing, but it's also a Texas thing. We say sir and we say ma'am and we say grace. So yeah. oh, there you go. Now, mm -hmm. uh, did you ever think that you'd end up in campus ministry, and how did that happen? I didn't actually, but I went to the seminary. But in my youth work, I especially enjoyed high schoolers, and even there was some crossover with with, with college age. Uh, working with them at the time. And so it was kind of in the back of my mind, college-age ministry, campus ministry, or even youth ministry as a pastor would, would be good. But, you know, there's the, that's roles that are usually filled by DCEs and, and DCOs and that sort of thing. So uh, I, I didn't think that would happen, but uh, uh, the opportunity came up uh, uh, here uh, at the University of Texas partly because of uh, what, the work that my, my wife, Marcia, does, she's been involved with campus ministry to uh, international students hmm. uh, for 20 years. For 20 years. Uh, when we were, we were in Michigan, she was uh, had, a, had a ministry uh, to internationals at Michigan State. Then at the seminary, she was working with students at Washington University. Hmm. And then, then we came here, and it's just something that she, 
she it's something she says that she can't not do. Sure. She, she's got to be doing this. And so became active at, at, uh, at University of Lutheran, uh, starting an international student ministry outreach. And it got me involved, too. I've always, you know, led some conversation classes and Bible classes for internationals. And sure. here, came, here came the opportunity for us to work together, um, which uh, has mostly worked out. So, so you ended up with a call to uh, <clears throat> to Austin at a suburban church and. She shows up, and I've had a chance to to meet Marsha a couple times, and she's just uh, you really you really married above your pay grade. I'll just say that, Marsha. I will not hesitate to agree, Marsha. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, Marsha is absolutely uh, first time I met her. She was at the uh, the original think tank when we were kind of dreaming up kind of the things yeah, that yeah. ended up kind of uh, working their way into. Uh, to uh, LCMSU and uh, a kinder, more gracious, loving woman. I, I can't imagine how, how wonderful it is. Well, I, I can. How, how wonderful it must be for a lot of these international students to be able to have such a welcoming and gracious person to uh, to kind of work with and, and learn about Christ uh, through what she does. So she shows you show up in Austin. You're mm-hmm. the associate director doing youth ministry kind of stuff. I, I wasn't. I wasn't involved in youth ministry at all in okay. my in my uh, my. Uh, but Marcia, but Marcia decides I got to find some international students somehow, somewhere, and so she gets involved at yeah, ULC, yeah. and exactly. now basically, then you got the call eventually um, mm-hmm. to University Lutheran Chapel. Well, yeah. um, first of all, I wanted I wanted to tell you that I, I think your 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 training in the military and your love for youth ministry and your your uh, pastoral experience, I think, um, pretty much makes you the most qualified man in the Senate to be a campus pastor. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because, well, well, no, no, no but, but, uh, in, in all seriousness, you, you have, you obviously have a very serious love for, for young people. Um, you have taken the time to learn and grow in your own faith and be able to apply it now as a pastor. But I, I'm often interested um, in terms of the parallels between military, military uh, chaplaincy and what it means when young men and women go off to serve in the military. They're very much, in many ways, Chaplain, Chaplain Mueller and I in the Office of National Mission are always talking about this, how there are so many parallels between young people going off into service at a young age and what it means to be in campus ministry, because if you think about it, you're working with people that are the same age, they're away mm-hmm. from home, they're trying to figure out what to do with their life, and mm-hmm. they're in a crazy environment, and you never know you know, what's going to happen next. And there's a reason why campus pastors uh, traditionally were called chaplains, just as we have military chaplains. Have you ever sure. thought through any of those parallels about how maybe Maybe you're having served, having been in the military, maybe uh, is is a help to what you do now. Well, I understand. I was not a chaplain. In, in the no, military, I understand. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but, uh, you knew what it was like to be in need. Um, yeah. Just to be in need and away from home and all those types of things. I, I wasn't trying to say you were one. But, okay, uh, okay. That, yeah. Yeah, I, I know, to answer your question, no, I've never really thought about that. But but indeed, it, it, it's true uh, on that level that, that you know, Military recruits are kind of a lot like a freshman showing up for for the first week of classes. They they're, they're in a weird world and they think they know everything. And 
<laughs> and they get broken down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just that in college, they don't necessarily have somebody yelling at them and calling their mother names. Well, but, no, you uh, never know some, anymore. Some, <laughs> right. Professors, yeah, they're, they're, I think what works different is college, in the military, you're expecting adversity. Right. You're, you're expecting you're expecting something to happen that's that's going to be difficult. And in college, they, it, that may come as a surprise to a lot of kids. It, it will be, happen, and it will be difficult. Yeah. But you're not expecting it as much. Yeah, the, the adverse or, or where it's going to come from, the adversity can can, can hit them. And yeah, by God, they, they they need they, they need uh, uh, they need a chaplain. You know, they, they need somebody with with more than just a shoulder to cry. I need somebody who's going to help give them some some solid comfort from from God's word and from their their uh, life in Christ. And so, no, I've never thought about it, but uh, wow, Bill, you're, you're even pretty perceptive when people don't think you are, so okay. <laughs> no, no I, you know, I've often thought too, and I'll just plant the seed for people out there and for you, yeah. especially as someone that, that, that served his country as a Marine mm. uh, for a yeah, decade. I have often I may- thought that, that we need... Um, maybe when I got through the Liberty Conference, maybe we'll tackle this somehow. How can we in campus ministry care for those in the military as well as the ROTC students and others on campus? I mean, we're in a day where, where you know those that are in law enforcement are ridiculed. Those who serve in the military have it tough and don't always feel like somebody's got their back. And I've often thought, you know we're so we're so inter- we're so used to you know hey send care packages to all of our students we, you know we need people to care for us and we've gotten pretty good at you know can always be better but reaching out like your wife does and you've helped with and others in terms of international students and also with maybe um, crisis pregnancy centers and life issues and some of those types of things but what if we developed a bold initiative to reach out to for our college campus ministries to, to reach out to those that have a similar experience that are often forgotten. Yeah, they mm-hmm. maybe get reminders from home, but but I've often thought about, we had an event when I was in Wyoming. We had 30, 40 ROTC students come over. Wow. Um, we showed a, a movie called Machine Gun Preacher. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Um, no, not I, so, I, I not something to watch with your mama, I'll tell you that. Okay, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it sparked an awful lot of... Uh, of discussion about the doctrine of the two kingdoms, um, the mm-hmm. kingdom of the left, the kingdom of the right, um, mm-hmm. handed out copies of, uh, of some of uh, the things that Luther had written on the subject. And actually it was a very, very interesting thing to kind of see the, the relationship there. But anyways, it's just something, I'm just throwing that out there, but let me ask you real quick. We got about 10 sure. minutes here. I want to tell us a little bit about ULC. University Lutheran Chapel there in Austin. Just a little okay. bit of its history and where you're at today. Okay. But a little more properly, it's University Lutheran Church, Oops. actually. So, Sorry Yeah, that's that. okay. That's all right. That's right. It's common, common mistake. Um, it started in the uh, mid-50s, and uh, they had two different properties that it kind of, that they had original property, then they sold that, and then bought another one closer to campus. Um, and that uh, ran... Uh, well, the, and the original campus pastor died suddenly at 55. So, yeah, Pastor Pastor Frank. So that was kind of a, a, a shocker for, for the campus ministry there. But wow. the biggest change, yeah, the biggest change came in 1969 when uh, the, uh, the property that they were on, the uh, university took it by eminent domain. They just, you know, yanked it from them. 
However, oh. they, they, they did give them another piece of property also close to campus, but on another side of, mm. of the campus, which, which was fine. They, they weren't total jerks about it. Um, a, uh, a, a building that was constructed there, uh, and also it, they became in combination then with, with a facility with, with the uh, uh, American Lutheran Church. It became a, a, a joint ministry building of the two church bodies in the same sure. building. Yeah, um, just one block um, off of off of campus. Uh, that building was a very interesting building. It built in 1969, so it's got all kinds of weirdness to it. Uh, very, very. Hey, it should wonderful. fit in. Should have fit in then, right? It, well, it really did because it was a unique building. It was it was a you know a architectural kind of wonder. It had, very artistically made. It was very artistic, but not very practical. <laughs> um, it leaked from day one. They, they, they built a flat roof on it, which is great for parking, but not when it rains in Central Texas. Well, and, and you guys do hard. get lots of rain, as we've seen the last couple of years and recently, right? Yeah, and when, when it rains, it really does rain. Yes. And, and, and that building leaked even since day one, and it never really could be fixed. Um, into the 2000s, it, there, there, were, there was, you could even, there was mold places of the building, you, you could tell. And so the, the um, and, and of course now it's, in, it's a joint ministry building with the LCMS and the ELCA. They, the ELCA became that in, sure. in 1986, I think it was. Um, so the two church bodies began talking about the possibility of what do we do with this place? Um, and they, they tossed around the idea of, well, maybe we should just sell it and look for, for different properties and different situations of, of ministry. And in, in their wisdom, the two church bodies did not sell it. They decided to uh, attempt to lease the property, which was no problem in, in the middle of Austin, Texas, for a uh, company to step up, wanted to build apartments on it. Um, so in, 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 in working with this company, they were very, very good about including uh, a ministry space for, for both church bodies uh, on, on the on, as part of the structure of the building. Um, it's basically so that's, it's an that's, apartment complex. Is that basically? Yes, it is. Okay. It's uh, 17 stories with 504 beds in, mm. in, in the apartments, targeting uh, students. It's, I don't right. think there's any non-students living there. Right. Um, no, and this uh, is a very common thing. You drive around any campus. You know, yeah. What is what is UT about sixty thousand students or so? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, and, and uh, you, you drive it, around any major college and and even not so major colleges, and there's there's mm-hmm. there's these living, uh, uh, not not typical apartments and also not dorms, uh, going right, up almost right. everywhere as close to campus can get. Right. But this ended up being and, a being a a good thing in terms of your situation. Is that correct? It, it, it really is. Every campus ministry out there is is strapped for cash. Right. They're they're scrambling to raise to raise support. They, you know, districts have backed off of that, and and and, and graciously, the, the Texas district has been solidly supportive sure. of uh, campus ministry, and 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 I'll even say this still, you know, part of our our support is, comes majorly from them, but now also from this building. Because it's a land lease, the company is like leasing the, we own the property, they own the building. So the, the, the property lease then is, is, is money in our pocket every year that, that, that they pay for us. 
as well as uh, helping to accommodate building in space for us in the in, in the new structure. So yeah, it, it, we basically look at it this way: we needed a new building, we got a new building, and this company is paying us for it. And so, I'm sure that the uh, the you know coexisting with with the ELCA, I'm sure had it's safe to say it had its had its challenges too. So this gives you both a chance to kind of have your own separate space and and both receive yeah. that kind of a deal, right? It, indeed, um, you know, there's a logistical thing, and that becomes a problem. We don't have that anymore. We have our own uh, separate spaces, and uh, it, 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 it's wonderful. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a win-win situation for this. Uh, you know, a, a new structure. We get to stay right near campus because you sell that property, you're never going to get oh, that absolutely. back. Absolutely, never, never. So it was a very wise decision. What's happened? We're very happy with it. We're just not happy with not being in it yet. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I asked you to be on the radio program. I saw it getting a little uh, article getting pushed around about how you were celebrating, you know, getting into your new building, but. As everybody knows, with with construction, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell yeah. us what's going on now? Yeah, we, we were we were slated to be in it September second. You know, that that, seemed, that was even late. We we're supposed to be in it before the semester started, but we we're like, okay, whatever. Um, and then some again. Here comes the rain. Recent rains revealed some uh, some drainage problems in the street, and even our our unfinished construction site the space um, got, got took on some water. So. Until that is fixed, the construction has been halted. Uh, so the, the, the construction company is working with the city on rectifying this this problem, which um, well, I'm not going to get into it. But they uh, so they're they're working on on, on fixing that. And but right now there's no there's no date set. Okay, we're going to get you in here. We're just kind of at their mercy and at the mercy of, of the city of Austin to, to, to get this drainage situation sure. fixed. Now, yeah. what are, what have you guys been doing in the meantime, and and how are you uh, how are you going to live, move, and have your being in the in the unforeseeable future here? Yeah, we we are very blessed with a a, a, a Missouri Synod Church not that far from campus, St. Paul, um, which is just north of the campus. We were able to use their facility for for worship in the evening, and they also graciously gave me a space for 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 office and storage of our things. Our, our international student ministry had already been operating a lot out of St. Paul as well, but okay. every, everything then was out of St. Paul and, and using their facility. And that's what we're falling back on then. They're still continuing to be gracious to allow us space. Um, and, uh, but, but, you know, what my years in the, in, in the Marines taught me is sometimes you, you just have to improvise and adapt and overcome. Um, ministry goes on. See that parallels with campus ministry. It's <laughs> life yeah. in the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll even admit it, Zill, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, that's twice um, you've admitted I'm right here today. I think. Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but so, uh, tell ahead. us more about that. So, uh, what are you yeah. doing to improvise and adapt and overcome? And and I'm sure well, this has for- a big impact on your starting in the fall. I'm sure it's a bummer for the students. Yeah. Well, well fortunately. For our old students, it, 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 it's the old normal. This is what we continue to do. Right. It's hopefully not. It's hopefully not losing new freshmen in the mix, right? Because uh, because we, we were advertising. Here, here's our building. Uh, blah blah blah. We start uh, August 21st. That's going to be our first worship in there. <clears throat> we were wrong. Thanks for playing anyway. But <laughs> uh, um, 
so so hopefully we don't lose any any, any people in that. I fear that we, we maybe have, but but that, that's still kind of washing out right now. But um, yeah, so we still continue to have to. It's not that close to campus. We have to give rides to students, so we we, we keep up with that kind of carpool thing. Um, well, you know, yeah, when, when so, the uh, when uh, so, so it sounds like you kind of have to just. Uh, Hope for the best that maybe you can can start the second semester off uh, in a good place yeah. and hopefully get in there early enough to, to get a rolling. Yeah, well, maybe before. We don't know. We're, sure. I, I say we're, we're kind of like those martyred saints in, in heaven in the book of Revelation crying out, How long, O oh Lord? Yes. How long? Well, um, you know what? I'll, I will say this, that you are... I gushed about, uh, about your wife earlier. I'll gush a little bit about you. Uh, you have been uh, well-prepared for, for being the... To, for being uh, this person uh, to serve as their pastor in this time, and I'm sure it's frustrating for you too. But you know, one of the things that every college student, you know, they have to learn to improvise and adapt and overcome. Doing that—that's what we all do in campus ministry. Yeah. And Indeed. ultimately, they are receiving, hearing God's word. They're receiving yeah. the sacrament. Uh, they're uh, building themselves up in the fellowship of the body of Christ. And of course, that—that <laughs> that happens whether whether you have the build new building, old building, or no building. And yeah. So, uh, no. It, yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, thank you for what you do, uh, Richard, and and God, God be with you. Like I said, I'll be there in I don't know, like uh, three weeks or so, and uh, maybe we'll do some barbecue. You can show me around. And- Deep in the heart of Texas. Hey, Boston, weird. Yeah, baby. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for here, folks. Hook them horns. Go ULC Go. And remember, college students, college is tough. You need Jesus. Well, help.